Hi, and welcome. Um, this is my first episode, so bear with me because I have never done something like this before. Um, it's always been on my bucket list, and recently, since I am a mass media and journalism major in college, I have been suggested to start my own podcast numerous times, whether I get a lot of viewers or not. So, if you're listening, thank you. So, I'm just going to record this once and call it a day. That way that you get the most pure and the most raw version of my thoughts and my opinions and what I want you to get from this. So, some backstory about myself. Um, my name's Paige. Um, welcome to my podcast. Um, sorry, I'm saying um a lot. <laughs> so, I grew up in the middle of nowhere in northern New York, right on the Canadian border. Um, just to tell you how middle of nowhere-esque it is. Uh, the Amish were my neighbors, so... Yeah, I got to learn a lot about them, but I also don't know much about the metro world and what it's like to be in a city, so I came to college just outside of New York City. I'm about 10 miles out in New Jersey now. Um, I'm studying communications with a concentration in mass media and journalism, like I said. My end goal is to either be a TV news reporter or a radio show host, one or the other, whichever opportunity rises first. Um, both my parents are radio show hosts, so I've grown up around it. I know how the lifestyle works, and it's just something that I'm used to. So, through my years of high school and now college, since I'm a freshman, um, I have learned a lot through a lot of failed relationships, friendships, experiences negatively, because I don't have a filter, so I tend to dig myself into holes and not know how to get out of them, but commonly you can kind of mush everything together and you get the same experience as I did. Everybody goes through these problems. Everybody doesn't know because you're in that stage of your life where you're just lost. You're you're lost on who you are, what you are, and what you want to do. So I personally am a firm believer that everybody has to go through some like earth-shattering experience that kind of breaks you down whether it's in your early years or your older years. And then that kind of pulls out the real version of you and what you are meant to be. So um, for myself, that's a long story, but it's sort of similar to like pearls and clams. When you open up the clam, you find the pearl. Is that a clam? Yeah, I don't really know if I'm doing this analogy thing right, but... Anyways, I'm going to stop rambling because I tend to do that a lot. So if you do become a regular listener, which I hope I get at least one of you, that'd be great. Um, I tend to talk and have no end to where I'm talking. So hopefully you can stick with me. Okay, for the third time. Today's episode is about mindset. When I was in high school, I had the worst mindset for myself, probably around like my freshman and my sophomore year. That was the absolute worst. Anytime something, a minor inconvenience would happen, I would say, yep, that's the end of the world. I'm going nowhere in my life. I don't know what's going to happen. I think I'm going to live in a box. And I didn't realize until I got older that that really degraded my mental health to such a negative standpoint that I was beaten down and I was thrown into a corner and I just did not know what to do. But as I aged, I went through a bunch of experiences. I kind of learned that no matter how many bad things happen, there is the light at the end of the tunnel. And no matter how bad it may seem, it's always there. 
for the most part. So what really changed me was that I realized that negative thoughts equal a negative lifestyle. And I really did have a negative lifestyle when I was young. Like when I was in eighth, early ninth grade, I've been with my boyfriend for about four years now. Um, but those younger years, I, I would start talking to a guy and I would say, okay, this one's going to work. And then they'd leave. They wouldn't talk to me ever again. But then instantly, rather than pinning the blame on something else, which is more accurately what it was or easier to do, I would say, it's me. I'm ugly. I have a bad personality. Nobody wants to talk to me. That very well could have been the case. But the fact that I was thinking those things to myself and engulfing myself in those situations and those thoughts, that thought process is what ultimately brought down my my mental health for a long time and even then like of course that was like a big issue or at my time when I was when I was young that was a big issue and I would let other small things happen like I would drop a glass and I'd break a glass in the kitchen which happens a lot because I'm so klutzy and then I'd say I'm an idiot I know I don't deserve I don't deserve life and those types of things were what pulled me so deep into a dark spot that it was a battle to get myself out of that. And I mean, even then, I, I've i always played lacrosse. I started playing lacrosse when I was young. I still play it now in college. I played Division II lacrosse at college. And when I was ninth, 10th grade, those areas, those that was a really rough time for me. And I think that that tends to be a rough time for a lot of people. I really... I'd always wanted to get recruited to play in college. That was like a, a top goal for me. It was something that I wanted to do. And I told everybody about it. When I was in elementary school, someone would say, what do you want to do with your life? I'd say, I'm going to play professional lacrosse. That's not what's going to happen with my life now. But then I was convinced that was going to happen. But I had such confidence in myself. And confidence is another big factor that really affects people. You, Confidence is key in life. So I had that confidence. And as I got older and I had these negative experiences that I let consume me, those really brought down my confidence simultaneously. And it it hurt my younger years and kind of halted my chances at creating stable happiness for myself. But once I got into high school, my first couple of years, that was like the prime time for you to be getting recruited for a sport if you know anything. Um, that's when they tend to look for people because that's when they're young, they're fresh, and you can easily grab them pretty quickly. So the school that I'm now, I started talking to my junior year. But when I was in 10th grade, I remember telling my mom, I said, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I don't, th- I think that after my senior year, I'm done with it because. I had had a few rough games and I had missed the net too many times and um, I just let those little things take everything that I had and just drain all my energy, all my confidence and all my happiness. And I would sit there and I'd stare at it. It was like drawing a picture of myself failing at something. And I'd sit at a chair staring at the wall and that's all I would think about. I'd be at school thinking about myself. I'd be at this thinking about myself. Like, I would not know how to be able to move past those humps. And what I came to realize is that that's really just how your mindset 
affect you because now when those types of things happen, I mean, I have bad games. That's normal. It's normal for you to fail. And I finally realized that now. And it's normal for you to feel alone. It's normal for all these things because that's just the process of life. You go through a cycle and you have to, you have to get through them. It's life is really all about getting through obstacles. And I mean, I don't know if you ever played Sims, but it's all about the little challenges they make you do. I am obsessed with Sims lately. Kind of embarrassing. I'm 19 years old, but whatever. No big deal. But once you move past those humps, you can see the beauty of, of everything. It's kind of like when you're hiking a mountain and you're young and you're like, screw this. Fuck this. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. This is horrible. I want to give up. I want to turn around. I want to walk back down. I'll do nothing with my life. No big deal. But once you get to the top, you get to see that, hopefully, gorgeous view. I went to the Adirondacks a lot back in the day, and that was always the best part. That was just such a metaphorical thing. Like, you spend all this time, you're climbing, your body aches, you don't want to do it anymore. The amount of times you say, you know what, let me just turn around and go back to my car and I'll drive to, like, Wendy's or McDonald's or something. That can be related to your life because those people that keep going and they keep walking up the mountain no matter how badly they don't want to be there and they don't want to be doing it, they're rewarded once they get to the top because you get a good picture for your Instagram feed, for lack of better terms, of course. But I didn't realize that until I was older. Something that I look back on now, and it really was the thing that beat me down for the most part and really just aided in these negative thoughts sprouting was friendships from a young age like even before high school middle school like when I was really young I struggled to maintain friendships and I still do but the thing is is that I would make friends and I think oh my gosh this is going perfect I love this person we're gonna be best friends forever but that would always go against me. I would say that, and then the second I think that, they'd be gone. But I had always tied that back to myself. I had thought maybe I was a bad friend. Maybe I didn't listen to them enough. Maybe I wasn't there for them. Maybe I, they were just annoyed by me. And I mean, like I said earlier, you very well could be. But it just, it just hurts when you think that way. So a great example that I have is my junior year of high school, sophomore and a junior year, like the summer of that. My boyfriend is two years older than me, so he went to college four hours from home, and I was nervous to start long distance. I mean, I'm seven hours away now, but we're doing just fine. Don't worry. And all my friends were going to college. I had always made friends with people that were older than me that... I had played sports with, and then I just have to say goodbye to them and wave goodbye while I was still in high school. So they all left for school. It was right before they all left, so July, August time. And I sat down, I looked in the mirror, and I said, Paige, you need to make friends that are your age. And I said, okay, time to go out. So I wasn't really looking for a good friendship. I was just looking for someone to fill a gap. And that ended up biting me in the ass, per se, where I picked five people to be my best friends. And I, I was so vulnerable with them. I gave them everything, every thought I had to spill, anything that I wanted to do or know about life. I said, this is me. You can see the full me. 
and that didn't go well. So we were friends for a few months, and I had kind of caught on to the fact that this was a faulty friendship. It was always me giving and not receiving. I was the only one of us with a job at the time. I have been working since the day I turned 16 years old. I've had a car that I bought for myself. I did everything. I very much so value materialistic things, whether it be viewed as a negative stance or not. It was constantly, hey, can you bring us to the store? Oh, can I use your debit card? Can I pay for this? And the problem was that I said I'd rather be in this type of a friendship than be lonely. So that way that it it kind of, the only reason I stuck around for them with this group of people for so long is solely because I was fearing loneliness. And this ended up worsening me by all means. They ended up making some rumors about me we're not going to really get into that were very much so not true and bringing them to administration and everything like that just because it was entertaining for them. And I was left to pick up the pieces of myself. So I, I finally reached my breaking point once that entire occurrence happened. I said, yep, we're not doing this. So I was left alone. And like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, you need to go through that earth-shattering thing that pulls you to pieces, and then you're left to put yourself back together in a better version. So I lost my only friends. My boyfriend was at college. All my other friends were hours away at college. I blamed everything on myself, like my mindset always had told me to do. I said, they did this because you're, you're mean, you're annoying. I had never really given myself a reason to think that, but that was the conclusion that I hopped towards. I said, yep, that's what it is, and dove right at it. After about a year, I had the same thing happen. And this time around, I said, yep, this is not my fault. These problems are not occurring because of me. They're not occurring because I'm a bad friend or a bad person. They're occurring because I'm picking the wrong people. And that was a lesson that took a lot for me to learn. And creating myself an optimistic mindset really positively benefited me in the long run. But it took multiple experiences of losing people and having people walk away and having things said about me and just negatively affecting my life that it took all of those experiences for me to grow tougher skin, grow up basically, and be able to look in the mirror at the end of the day and say, you are doing the best that you can. You are being the best version of yourself. And if these people don't want to stick around for it, then that's not your fault. You cannot take the blame for something that someone else wants to do. And I understand that not all friendships are going to last forever. I have had maybe one friend that's stuck around my entire life. But these friendships are key to development and they also benefit us. But keeping around a negative friendship that's going to keep stabbing at your mental health and your feelings and just to the point where you can't take it anymore... Being too scared to drop that because of the fear of loneliness is something that we need to leave behind. And once you understand this, I can guarantee you that your life goes uphill very quickly. Once you look at things from this angle, from like a happier standpoint, a better 
a better point of view. You put yourself in a better situation in the long run. Once you understand these feelings are temporary and you can uplift yourself after going through these situations and these circumstances that are meant to drag you down, if you continue rising upward, if you continue hiking up that mountain, those are the kinds of things that make you a strong person and they benefit your quality of life tremendously. Just looking at things with an optimistic standpoint, it happens in every form of life. School, I was taking a statistics class. This is kind of funny, actually. So obviously I'm getting a Bachelor of Arts, but for my gen eds, I had to take a math class. So they put me in statistics and I have never, ever been good at math. But I went into the class with confidence and I said, I'm not going to fail. I'm going to do well. This is going to work out. It's kind of similar to manifesting in the way that you're telling yourself you can do these things in order to put yourself into the 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 place mentally where you can do it. I ended up getting a D, which is fine because I still got the credit. But if I had looked at that course on my schedule in August when I first started and said, screw it, I'm not going to go. I'm going to fail anyways. I wouldn't be playing lacrosse right now. I would not have been eligible to play. So everything happens in a domino factor. And if you start with a positive attitude, you end in a good place. And when it comes to lacrosse, when I'm having a bad day, I still sit there in the back of my head and I say, I'm good at this. I got recruited to play a college sport. I got a scholarship to play a college sport. I have records back in my hometown that I still hold. And I just keep repeating that to myself mentally over and over again. And because of that, my game gets better. Because I'm telling myself to continue to continue getting better. And I'm not sitting there, I'm saying, I can't catch a ball today, I suck, I should quit. No. Those are the things that people who fail do. If you want to pers- sorry, if you want to persevere and you want to get better in all these things that you want in life, it all stems back to your mindset. And this doesn't come easily either. You have to make it a habit. So I live by the two-week rule where you're like, okay, if I do this for two weeks, it'll be a habit and it'll be just subconsciously happening. So it'll be hard first because especially if you're used to having a negative mindset like I was, I was very adjusted to having something bad happen and constantly telling myself, yep, that's it, you're done. Everything that you've worked towards, shattered. It takes a lot to work past that. But I can guarantee you that once you adjust and you get used to these type of situations happening and you get used to talking to yourself in a positive way, it puts you so far ahead of the game that you won't even be able to see your opponents. Even for myself now, I, being from such a different area than I'm in currently, I struggle to make friendships that I feel are valuable and that I'm going to be able to reciprocate. But again, I tell myself, I look in the mirror every day and I say, Paige, you're doing okay. You're doing everything you're meant to be doing and cool, you're lonely, but that happens. I just started watching a lot of shows on Netflix, so Netflix, Hulu, all that, which those are the things that uplift me and those are the things that pull me forward. 
but if I had sat here and I said, if I had sat in my dorm room and said, no one likes me, no one wants to be my friend, I'm different than everybody else, I'm doing something wrong, I I probably still wouldn't be here. I probably would have just stayed home after Christmas break and I wouldn't have forced myself to keep going. But because I forced myself, and force is a very strong word you have to use here, you quite literally push yourself to be in this direction. I am mentally stable. And it's hard to achieve nowadays. I mean, I see people around here struggle all the time at school and at work and during practice. Like, it's hard to achieve a good mental standing with yourself. And we don't realize how important that mental health is for people. And I mean, I had always looked at it when I was in high school and said, yeah, mental health, cool. It's stupid. It's really not. And when I'm in a bad mental place, it physically impacts me. Which is why we need to keep persevering and we need to keep putting ourselves in these good situations and keeping these good habits behind us. They stilt us up and they put us in a better place in the world. And once this habit habit is established, we can do anything. So if you liked this, thank you for listening. I hope it went well. This is my first ever, like I said before. Um, I'm going to keep posting just because it'll be good for me in the long run. It'll be good for a, a push in the right direction when it comes to my career someday. And yeah, thank you for listening. I'll see you soon.